to Waking Up from Breaking Up, the podcast all about breakups with real experiences from ordinary and everyday people. My name is Ira J, and I'm your host. Today we interview one of my old Gaelic football teammates. So if you haven't listened to previous episodes, I'm a Filipino-Canadian who plays an Irish sport called Gaelic football. And I think it's a combination between rugby and soccer and a little bit of volleyball. (laughs) And it's a really fun sport. And I only got into it when I moved to Vancouver uh, because I was looking for a team sport because I grew up playing basketball. And when I came here, I was also having a hard time meeting people. Actually, that's a lie. I'm pretty good at meeting people, but I really wanted to to join a team sport. And so, yeah, I joined Gaelic football and it has been absolutely incredible. One of the highlights of everything that I've been doing here in Vancouver and The girls have just been so wonderful and very supportive of this podcast and Faye Heaney is one of them and she came onto the podcast and is sharing her story and she is like number one she's incredible at Gaelic football and she admits to us that she plays county back home from Galway or she played county and what I really love about her other than she's quite a vocal individual she is so confident in who she is and she definitely shares that in this podcast and you she just oozes it and you can definitely see it and I love it that's what I love about the Irish they're very blunt (laughs) they're very honest but they're also welcoming and they're so such good crack and so funny and if you don't know what crack is it's c-r-a-i-c for all my canadians out there they're not doing like blow or anything like that they're just it's really just good banter and so yeah enjoy the episode um stay for the reflection section in the end i do apologize you do hear my dog barking we did it through zoom because we're both really busy and it was really more just convenient that way but you do hear my dog once in a while It's the sacrifice you make for creating an amateur podcast. (laughs) Um, And if you haven't yet, please follow us on Instagram at Waking Up From Breaking Up. Go to our website at wakingupfrombreakingup.com and please give us a five-star rating on whichever platform you use to listen to podcasts. That would be greatly appreciated. And enjoy this episode. So, Faye, when did you move here from Ireland? 2018. April 2018. So, technically, you joined Fraser Valley, what, 2019? 2019. Yeah, okay. Okay, so you joined when I joined. Yeah. Oh, shit. We're, we're, one, of the, we're one of the OGs. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> OG, I think, was 2016, 2017. And um, okay, so you got here 2018 and you came with your husband. Yeah, with my boyfriend at the time. Oh, boyfriend at the time. Yeah. And I guess your family of seven siblings? Eight. Eight. So you're ninth? Yeah, 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 I have uh, a half sister in in, in England, a half brother in America, and then the rest are all in Ireland. Ireland and can you like do you think you're what a black sheep of the family or you're pretty what's your family like like 
Oh, yeah. So my, yeah, my family, my family, like, is good. We're all very different. Yeah. So I'm the oldest girl out of um out of us all, and I'm definitely the one that they all come to for advice. Oh, wow. yeah, yeah, definitely one of those. Like I had my little sister last week contact me, ask me for financial advice and everything. So yeah, and um because Ireland's very traditional. I've interviewed um, a girl B and she talked about, you know, it's very religious and she kind of mm-hmm. had to grow grow out of it and, you know, create her own identity. What is it like for you um and how you've grown? I, like would you say you're pretty traditional? Definitely pretty traditional. Yeah, I I still go to church even here now on Christmas and Easter and everything, but I'm not an every Sunday church person. Um, but there was a time where the family would want to go to church, but yeah, it's more the grandparents and that's like, you'd be very traditional and you wouldn't curse in front of your grandparents or anything like that. It's a big no, no, (laughs) you do what the, what your elders say. Mm -hmm. If they ask you to do something, you do it straight away and you don't say no. Yeah. 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 Very traditional in that sense. Yeah. But what about like, um married kids how long did you and your hub, hubby uh date for before you got married uh so we were, we were together for five years and he asked me to marry him i think six years and then eight years six eight yeah so two years after we got married yeah so we we did the marriage very non-traditional we did it up in the mountain here in vancouver in cypress mountain in the snow um, the family were all meant to come over, but because of COVID, we just live streamed everything. But we went back at Christmas and we had a big party and a celebration and kind of did a mini wedding again. Have you felt like you're you're kind of in the path that you always imagined? Yeah, I always knew yeah, I wanted to get married and I wanted to have kids. But now that I'm, I'm 30 and I don't know, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm like, I, I, I want to have kids still. But I'm like, what age do I have kids? Do you know? like. Mm-hmm. So I, the common question asked is, oh, are you pregnant? Are you, you're not pregnant yet? Are you? And I find that very offensive. Especially, you don't know if someone has a medical condition, if there's something wrong, maybe, or they're trying, maybe it's hard for them to have kids. So I definitely think that question, especially towards women, shouldn't be asked, especially when you're just married and you want to enjoy married life first. Just the two of you. So I get that question a lot, but I don't yeah. even have a partner. <laughs> <laughs> I think I missed a step, guys. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I am. <laughs> well, because I'm much older. You're 30. I'm 38. Yeah. And yeah. so back home, people are always asking me, like, aren't you worried? You're not going to be able to have kids. I already have a fur baby. <laughs> yeah. Like, I get judged all the time yeah. for for having a different path it's kind of refreshing that you kind of feel the same way you're married you have a different path than i have and you still get offense offended by it yeah what's your advice out there for for women who are constantly getting that question i just say take i just say take your time and do what you want to really do like you don't have to listen to others i never listen to anybody else anyway and if someone told me to do something anybody else i do the opposite I'm one of those, so I don't listen to anybody genuinely. Mm-hmm. But I definitely think that you should just go on your own path and see what you want to do. 
like I know I, I want to have a house first before I have a kid. Do you know, like, so what age can you put on that? In Vancouver, it's tough. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's it as well. So like you're trying to save and you're trying to hustle and make more money. And, you know, there's a lot to it. So I think, yeah, if I was back home, I think it'd be if I was back home, I think it'd be an awful lot more pressure about having the baby. So how is the pressure different from back home as it is here? Uh, it's very different um, just because you'd be asked all the time. Um, they would ask, like everybody would ask, is there something wrong? Ooh, that's very yes. blunt. <laughs> oh, yeah, but see, the us Irish are very blunt. We we don't we don't mess around in that section. So it's yeah, it's it's very much like that. But I definitely think like my family is supportive. Um, one or two sisters are like, come on, come on, I want to be an auntie. Yeah, and uh, that's it. Mother, my mother-in-law is very supportive in, you know, taking your time and travel and do what you want to do first. But just keep it in the back of your mind that time will run before you. Yeah, you have a lot of confidence and you have a lot of this, like, you know what you want. And mm. there's not a lot of people don't feel that way. Well, I don't know. Not, I'm, gonna, I'm generalizing here, but there's some women who feel so much pressure that they just jump into a relationship, what advice would you give to them if they felt some pressure? No, I would never, I would never say to anybody to jump into a relationship. Like, and the fact of fear that you're getting older or the fear that you might never have a kid or you could have kids any different, like any type of way these days, you know, you don't need to have a man to have a kid. Do you know what I'm saying? So like, why would you settle for less when you could have more? And you should really meet somebody who is your best friend. My husband is my best friend. I met him as a friend and he is that to me before we ever got into a relationship, married, anything like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, there is a lot of ups and downs, but who doesn't have that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I pick up your clothes off the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like you're mothering him sometimes? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not, not to jump into a relationship. And you can, totally. You can totally mm-hmm. have a baby on your own and stuff. Yeah. How have you grown as an individual uh, since moving away from Ireland, getting married here, away from your family? You're so independent. You're so confident. And I love it. And you also open your own business. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I always was independent, even when I was younger. Like I lived out of home when I was 16 and um, I worked and then I went back to school. I left school in my junior cert. Um, so I didn't get the full qualification. And then I went working um, from 15. And then left home at 16, went back to school um, to do a VTech course, level five, to get to do that, to get in the stepping stone of getting into college and university. I'm actually the first person in my family to get a university degree. Um, That's amazing. Good job. Yeah. So that's that was a big achievement. But then after that, then I, I traveled an awful lot. And once I traveled and I seen the world I thought about things very differently. A lot of people in Ireland, not a lot, but some people in Ireland don't leave Ireland to see the world. And I think that's where people get stuck. And it's like anywhere, right? It's like it's like Canada. It's like America. It's like anywhere, really. People just stay and don't want to travel outside of their areas. 
What did you learn the most when you went traveling? Like you said you saw the world differently. What was that like? I started traveling when I went to like Spain and I went to uh, England and places like that. And then I started traveling outside. I went to the Netherlands and then I went to America, went to New York. And then I went down to San Diego where I actually did a J1 in San Diego, true college. And I worked down there for a while, for three or four months. And it was definitely a really big eye opener to see how hardworking a lot of people were down that I worked with, especially um, a lady that I worked with who was a Mexican descent, um, who lived in America and had three jobs, but just had to work them three jobs to get by with her family. Yeah. Yeah. I know that too well. My mom worked too all my life. Yeah. So that to me was a big eye opener to say, you know, like we think we think we have it bad sometimes, but people have to go to work at 6 a.m. in the morning and then they finish up and then they have to go to another job again. They don't get home to see their kids until maybe 11 or 12 o'clock at night. And here's me traveling into San Diego with a job and just going back and having a bit of fun. You know, probably, yeah, probably going to the pub after, you know. Yeah, yeah, seeing the games, the baseball games, seeing things differently, different cultures, worlds, food. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, did that make you more empathetic, like, or more grateful, appreciative? Definitely more grateful and appreciative to just see different, see different things and say, okay, you know, if, like, especially when I was, when I went back to college. I wanted that degree more. Like you use it as motivation, you mean? It was more motivation to say, okay, I need this degree if I want to go somewhere in this life. I need to get that higher job. I don't want to be working three jobs, have a family and then try to go home to my kid because I didn't go and do education or university. Mm-hmm. And especially back home in Ireland, education is free. Wow. Free edu- <laughs> yeah, like it's free education. So I would suggest everybody to do a degree. Like if I could do a degree and my family would, if I could get a degree, anybody can get a degree. <laughs> wow. So I didn't actually, I kind of think I did. Did I know that it was free? Because I'm, when I got out of university, I was a hundred thousand dollars in debt. Yeah. I'm yeah, still paying I mean, that like, off. It's third level education. So like it, if you earn under a certain amount, you will get free education. Wow. And that certain amount is a big chunk. Higher class, no, you, you'd have to probably pay for it. But for middle class down, yes, absolutely. You do get the free education. You get to apply for these grants um, and everything as well. And if you do move out away from your hometown, they'll, they'll give you money every week to pay your rent and everything. But now I was working Thursday to Sunday also to just get extra money. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah just a part-time job as well because I was by myself. Mm-hmm. And that education is paid off. Yeah. yeah, the education is paid off. Yeah, and yeah. it's really good. And I'm expanding on the education here, and going to college here as well. And I really like. I got my permanent residency last year. Well, congratulations! But I'd love to do my master's at some stage. Oh, master's in what? I don't know. Maybe law. <laughs> Let, oh wow! Look at you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's that's something that I always wanted to do. Um, to just go back and do it. We all know how expensive it is here, right? So if I had yeah. that money lying around, or if I won the lotto, if 
if I won the lotto, <laughs> I would, uh, I would sign up straight away to do my master's. Yeah. But you have a sugar daddy for that, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then you, you also started a flower business. Yeah. Yeah. I started up the flower business. Um, I started doing floristry in Burnaby uh, Community Education. Um, it's an adult education center. I would suggest anybody who is thinking about doing a part-time hustle wants to get into anything. They have a whole range of programs there mm-hmm. from beauty to floristry to gardening to business to whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. And the lecturers is really great. And it's it's going amazing. It's oh. going amazing. So, yeah, it, it's really, really great. Yeah. So that's really common here in Vancouver. And I know you were talking about like, you know, what you learned in, in California, San Diego and, you know, like being an immigrant myself and my family, you know, I saw my mom definitely when she's well-educated in the Philippines, but here in Canada, it obviously didn't transfer over and she had to work two jobs, you know, to support us. And, um, but in Vancouver, you're, even though you're well-educated and do well, you know, they were saying, I read this article says making a hundred thousand dollars is, or making six figures is not enough if you're here by yourself in Vancouver. And so no, people have side hustles all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And you need them side hustles. Yeah. I have that. And I just started it and it's great because I can do it now on the evenings or the weekends. And kind of when I'm when I'm available to do everything, along with still, I'm still in the middle of getting my certification for floristry, which mm-hmm. is great. So I only have two more courses to do in the new year, and I should have I should be graduating next June. Wow! Oh, yeah. that's so exciting! Yeah, because yeah. you were barely out at on Ga- at Gaelic football um, because you had so many courses that you were taking. I remember that. Yeah, you were so busy. Mm-hmm. I know I'm all I like being busy and I like anything got to do with education. Like this is my side hustle, but if uh, if you t- told me tomorrow, Faye, there's a business course here and um, it's free, there's something there and you could learn this, I would go with you. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> it's free. <laughs> you yeah, learn something. Like, I definitely am a bit of a nerd. I don't really say that a lot in that sense, but I do like learning. I love learning new new things. I love learning education. I always think education is the way forward. Mm-hmm. And you can never learn enough. And how has your best friend, your hubby, husband, um, how has he supported you through this? He's great. We just did, I did a market on Sunday in Smith's Irish Bar. I'll give them a bit of a shout out. Um, they're amazing. They asked me to come down to do a Christmas market down there along with other vendors. Um, a lot of great Irish um, and non-Irish uh, companies there, small businesses um, promoting each other. I think it was a great opportunity. But my husband on Saturday night till three o'clock in the morning was making bowls for my flowers. <laughs> <laughs> so he's definitely supportive. Oh, and how have you grown as an individual um, since starting this side hustle? I definitely I'm I think when I'm doing flowers, I feel calm. Like I feel like there's this calmness over me that I've probably never felt doing anything before. Mm -hmm. In the sense that I feel like 
I know what I'm doing. I'm confident in what I'm doing. And I feel this kind of calmness. I don't know if it's the flowers. Maybe it's the smells. <laughs> I don't know, but it's very therapeutic. Mm, yeah, mm. yeah. And wh- wh- what's your what's the future going to look like for your flowers? Um, I don't know. I mean, they just don't know. I, I don't know. Like, it's part time now. But you never know what happens in five years, ten years down the road. Like, get asked this question all the time. Where do you see yourself in five years? I don't know. I don't know where I see myself next week, let alone five years. So that question, I never get that question right because I don't know what I would like to happen is X, Y and Z. But what will happen is going to be very different. I never thought I'd come to Canada and think I'd open a florist business. I never thought that. But I did know that I liked flowers. Now, my grandmother is artistic. She draws. She writes, she does everything. She's actually sending me jewellery that she made in the post soon for Christmas. She's oh. very artistic, so I think I got something of that down the line. <laughs> well, it's great. Yeah. So you were talking about there, you just said that you never, when you came to Canada, you never thought you'd start this floor business. What was your original intention when you did come to Canada? What was your vision like? Um... Well, my vision was, okay, let's get a good job. Let's just settle down. Let's buy a house. Let's have the kid. You wanted to do that all here in Canada? Yeah. Yeah. And then see, and then see where, where life takes you. I didn't know what I was going to do when I came here. I just knew that I wanted to come to Canada because I, I looked around the map and I was like, there's so much land here. (laughs) There is so much land here. But did you know the prices in Vancouver, like the living costs? No, I didn't. And if I did, I probably would have moved elsewhere. Elsewhere is so cold. (laughs) I I don't mind the cold. This is it. I love the snow. I do. I love the snow, too. I'm from Winnipeg or Winterpeg. um, And I do love the snow as well. But you don't get the mountains. You don't get the activities, you know, like there's not a lot of Irish in Winnipeg. Not that I know of. Nobody leaves yeah. <laughs> Ireland and goes to Winnipeg, you know? Um, so like, I feel like this place you have a work life balance in Vancouver. Yeah. And what was life like in Ireland for you before you came here? Life was good back home. It was a bit hectic with family situations and stuff, but it was. It was really good. Like, it was good in the sense that the job was okay. wasn't what I wanted to do because you're not really going to get what you want to do in college because there's no jobs. The job Everyone sector wasn't saying great. that there's no jobs there. There isn't, no. There's no jobs. Like, the job sector is not great back there. I know right now, like, the rent is the same cost maybe as here, maybe a bit less. Yeah, so it's, and the wages aren't really good. Like the salary pace. Really? So, yeah, it was a bit hectic. And I just didn't see me living in Ireland at that time. Do you see yourself moving back? No, not for a long time. Really? And if I did, it would be a very long time. Yeah, I definitely think it'd be a very long time if we did. Um, and again, it all depends on kids in the future. I, I definitely think the main, the main thing about staying in Canada for us especially right now, is the opportunity for our children and what they could have. That's so interesting because when I think of Ireland, 
I don't think like, like I think of a developed country, right? Like Mm. I came from the Philippines, like my family came from the Philippines and you ask my mom, like, what made you move to Canada? And she, she said the exact same thing, the opportunities for you guys, which is her kids. But that's what we call back then third world country. That's underdeveloped country. You know, Mm. when I, when I think of Ireland, I don't think of, no, yeah, no, it's not a third. It's definitely not third world. It's it's still a, like it's a developed country. It's just that there is activities for them to do, and there is jobs. But is is it going to be what they want to do? And is there going to be other opportunities for them to have? That's the question. Now, mm-hmm. we have kids. They get older and they want to move to Ireland. By no means will I ever stop them. Yeah, mm-hmm. because let them try everything. And again, like, it's not like, oh, I don't want to move back to Ireland. I don't want to have kids in Ireland. I could say when I have kids, I miss my family. I want my family to be involved in my kids' lives. And then we could move back to Ireland. But we don't know what we're going to feel like until that time comes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like this attitude of like one day yeah. at a time. Yeah. Do you ever get yeah. anxiety? <laughs> Oh, all the time. I'm, I'm a planner. I definitely am a planner. Like I plan my my whole life like this is what I want at this time and this is what's going to happen. When things don't go right, I get anxiety. Mm. But I definitely calm down an awful lot mm-hmm. in that sense, because you need to be a bit more relaxed and realistic. Did something happen that help you calm down a little bit more or you kind of just grew up and you're like, I, I can't live like with anxiety anymore? <laughs> I definitely think it's it's definitely the husband that is calm. He's very calm in general. I'm not. I'm the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> He's just calm in general. He's just smooth sailing. Yeah. Opposites attract. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so I love actually I love that you say that because they say that you become the um, kind of the people you hang around with. And so you yeah. hang, you know, like I like to surround myself with people kind of like-minded like-minded as me but also very inspiring like um some of my best friends here don't think like me and i love getting their opinions and so other than him your husband being calm what else have you picked up that you didn't have in yourself and just kind of was inspired by him in a way i don't know (laughs) that's a hard one (laughs) Definitely, definitely a lot more kindness. He's a very kind guy. He's definitely very, very kind. Um, You're very kind yeah. too, though. I, I am to a certain extent. He's, he's more kind than you could ever imagine. Really? Like, he, he wears his heart on his sleeve. Well, I'm very guarded and I don't. And That's I, so bizarre because yeah. the Irishman that I know are very guarded. <laughs> um, I see my, my husband was raised, like he grew up uh, with his mother and his grandmother in the one household and his grandfather. So you could imagine a grandmother's and grandfather's love and your mother on top of that. So I think that has a lot got to do with it. Yeah. Um, is, is because of his mother and his grandparents. And having that kind of surrounding has a lot got to do with who he is today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you find him uh, quite different than the other Irishmen that you know because of that, you think? 
Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, and yeah, definitely. You <laughs> know, like, yeah, it, like he doesn't. He's not a pushover. He's not a walkover. He definitely isn't that either. But he's definitely kind and sensitive. Very sensitive. Mm. Yeah. See, he would not in- like me to be saying this right now. <laughs> you know what, though? Like, I love that. I absolutely love yeah. that. There used to be such a, a negative connotation behind calling somebody sensitive. But I, I yeah. think someone who's sensitive is in tune with their emotions and, yeah. you know, and aren't afraid to feel it. And I yeah. think that's courageous and inspiring. And so, okay. <laughs> Faye, you have so much confidence in yourself. It's incredible. Um, do you think that came from your upbringing? Like, you've always been like this? Yeah, well, I, I grew up with all my family, you know, eight of us. And we lived in a three-bedroom house. Do you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, all these girls, like, four girls in one bedroom. Like, mm-hmm. you have to be somewhat confident in yourself. A lot of arguing and fighting about different things and tops and everything, but it's just, it's funny how things have come along and how, like, I watch my younger sisters grow up and how they're being confident. Mm-hmm. And how they live out of home and how they're doing in life in general. And they think that I don't watch them, but I do. And I think, like, I love the fact that they're out on their own. They're in their own apartment. They're working and they're just enjoying life. Mm-hmm. And you said you're the oldest of all the girls? All the girls, yeah. And then I have an older brother as well. You have one older brother? I have an older brother and I have a younger brother and okay. I have a stepbrother in America. Oh, okay. See, like... Being in a family of so many siblings, I would feel like I wouldn't have a lot of confidence, especially because you're like trying to strive for attention in a way. Yeah, no, the, that definitely wasn't me. When you said that, it reminded me of one of my sisters, but I'm just not going to say her name. I <laughs> <laughs> don't mean to say her name. But she was definitely the one who was like that. Uh, craved attention, wanted attention 24-7, where I was more the opposite. I played sports. I hung around with my brother. We used to do boxing together and, and everything. So I was very much a tomboy as opposed to wanting that attention. Do you think maybe like sports played a role in some of the confidence? Definitely, yeah. Definitely sports, yeah. I played for Airog back home and then I went to St. Michael's. Um, and I played for County Galway as well when I was younger. So it was Wait, great. you played county? I played county when I was younger, yeah. Under 17's county and it was great. Wow. Yeah, it was really, really good. I loved uh, loved playing sports. And then I did boxing as well in a local Ferbo Boxing Club in Galway. Um, was boxing out there when I went to college. Then I was boxing down there too. Like competitive boxing? Competitive boxing, yeah. See, that that would definitely build a lot of confidence for sure. Like the way that you could protect yourself and be competitive that, you know, and, you know, beat up somebody. (laughs) (laughs) No, you can never do anything outside the ring. You won't be be left back in the boxing club. Uh, (laughs) But, you know, like, but then, but you do know you, you gain that skill and, you know, if you had to protect yourself, 
outside. Yes. I don't know how how um, dangerous Galway is. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 it's all right. It's not that bad. <laughs> okay. You know everybody. Everyone knows you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like I um I came from Winnipeg and that's murder capital of Canada. So. <laughs> <laughs> I should have probably taken boxing. <laughs> All right, Faye, this has been so great. And um, congratulations on your flower business. I'm excited you. for you. You know, I love that you only look like one day at a time and just live your life that way. You literally like have this, I don't give a shit what people think attitude. And that is oh, so yeah. inspiring. I guess the, what I want to know and what probably, you know, some of the listeners out there want to know, like, how do you do that? I I just got really good at telling myself, why do you care what other people think when they're not living your life? And why does their opinion matter? Number one, I was always told I'd never amount to anything. I was told that very often when I was young. And especially really? in school, yes. By your teachers? Especially in school, oh yes. And I have this in me that if somebody tells me that I cannot do something, I am going to do it 10 times over so I can show you that I'm able. That's how I'm very competitive in that sense. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't like anybody saying that you can't do anything in life you can do whatever you want in life it's about how you do it and where you start and if you really want to do it if you go for something and the door closes are you going to knock back at the door you're just going to walk away and say i'm not going to do it because the door closed no you're going to find a way how to kick down that door and keep going a lot of people walk away from that door and they can't take rejection right yeah and you see this is the biggest thing about rejection you need to look rejection in the eye and say goodbye. Fuck, that's so much confidence right there. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's just life in general. It's like anything. It's, it's anything. Like, you could apply that attitude to really anything that goes on in your day-to-day. I definitely applied that attitude to Gaelic football, right? Like, I've never played yeah. in my life. I'm Asian, for Christ out loud. <laughs> yeah, but you're great. You're great at playing. <laughs> but, you know, like, I was like, I'm going to stick out like a sore thumb. I don't care. I want to get good at this game. And I definitely sucked for the first year or somewhat. I didn't know. I still don't know all the rules. <laughs> but, uh, you I know. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you know, I... It was just one of those things. I was like, hey, I suck at this, but I'm going to keep going. No one told me except for my own head that or I stick out like a sore thumb. Right. So I, I think the girls welcomed us, welcomed me um, um, yes. with open arms. So definitely, definitely. We always welcome everyone with, with open arms. And like, you're amazing at football. Like, <laughs> you're definitely one of the top players. So I would never say that you suck. <laughs> In 2019, I did for sure. <laughs> I never oh, saw. Look, when you start anything new, it's like I started swimming. Like I know I don't know how to swim. I'm in level two, and now I can tread water. Yes, all the kids were laughing at me in the pool, saying, "Ha ha ha!" She can't swim. And now as look an at adult. me. <laughs> as an yes. adult, what? yes, yes, only in the last year. That's amazing. Actually, you remind me of my friend from back home. 
he didn't play hockey. I know a Canadian guy didn't play hockey, (laughs) (laughs) but he learned how to skate as an adult and he would go to this intro courses and intro classes. And I thought it was just wonderful because he was surrounded. He is like six feet tall. He's surrounded by like kids that are like waist height (laughs) and he didn't care. He just gave it all he got, you know? And I love that. I love that. You can continue swimming. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. And um, I'm sad that you are not going to be playing for Fraser Valley, but I get it. You started as an air rogue. You want to, you know, go back to Air Rogue in Vancouver. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, I want to see what Air Rogue is all about. So, and I like the gear. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your flower business called so that people can get a hold of you if they want some business? Uh, he needs flowers. Oh, perfect. And um, yeah, I'm excited. And I will definitely get some flowers from you. <laughs> Thank you very much. And thank you for joining me today. Thank you. Welcome to the reflection section of this week's episode. I fucking love Faye's confidence. She just oozes it. And what I absolutely love about her is that she uses negativity or people's um opinions of her negative opinions of her and uses it as fuel in her life and I definitely have a a bit of that myself um I used uh, my dad leaving our family when I was younger as that I was going to survive without him. I used my breakup with my ex-fiance Jackson and I used it as fuel to build this amazing life and not to you know get back to them and say hey you know look at me now but really just so that I knew that I could do it for myself and and that's what I think Faye does is she used it as fuel to build this incredible life and she had said in the podcast that she left uh, her school very early and she didn't finish she left and she started working at 15 I think she said but then she went back and got the stepping stones that she needed to go and do go to university and to college and then now she's wanting to do her master's and she's just wants to be full of knowledge in life and in anything really <laughs> and so if you guys have any free courses that you want to take a plus one on uh take Faye <laughs> she wants to learn everything and that is incredible to be wanting something and actually doing it and she does both and she doesn't let limitations of her mind or other people's limitations hold her back and she doesn't give a fuck what people think <laughs> And how wonderful is that? There's a lot of women out there who feel a lot of pressure, especially at a certain age, to have kids and to be married. And I definitely grew up in a city where people look down upon you if you didn't have, if you weren't in a relationship or didn't have kids at a certain age. And probably why I don't really like going back (laughs) to my hometown is because I feel really judged. And I'm the happiest I've ever been. And I've said this in previous um, podcasts. And I'm single as fuck. 
And <laughs> I'm not saying that my my life and my time and my relationship with my ex-fiance was terrible, but my life now is just better and it's where I need to be. And I am 38. And do I feel the pressure to have kids um, and be married? Sometimes I do because scientifically, biologically, I am running out of time if I do want that option to have kids. But I've always said to myself that I will have a kid only if my par- if I have a partner because I grew up without a father. And so I didn't want to raise a kid without two parents, you know, or in a broken family. I wanted a kid for not out of convenience, but conceived out of love and to have both mother and father in their lives and healthy relationship. And so that is very important to me. And if I don't get that in time and I have a difficult time in having kids and that's it, like, you know, like that's what, that's my life and I'm okay with that and I'm actually happy. I'm happy if it does if it happens and I'm happy if it doesn't happen. What I'm not happy with is that I'm judged because I don't have kids and I'm female and I'm a woman and at a certain age. And a lot of people um have come out, you know, even some of my friends um uh, some of them I'm not friends with anymore, but I try to separate myself from a lot of extremely unhealthy judgmental people who are lack of self-awareness because when people do judge that's them projecting into the world what they really feel inside and so I distance myself from a lot of them because in my opinion if they can't see inside why they're judging that's a lack of self-awareness and that doesn't really inspire me and doesn't bring me up um, as an individual as a person and choose who I want to choose who's in my tribe and so I look for really a lot of people who inspire me to be better than who I am and um and so back in the day (laughs) when I was looking for friends here in Vancouver I did find myself surrounded by people I didn't necessarily agree with at, at times and was very judgmental and one of the things were um one of my friends or one of my old friends said once um about this gentleman who was a few years older than me so I was like 36 or 35 at that time and they were actually my friend at that time was also the same age as me and we were talking about some gentleman who was 38 at the time and she was like why is he single like what's wrong with him that he's single at that age and then I looked at her because she was single and I was like what's wrong with you that you're single at this age you know and People who are single at a certain age doesn't mean there's something wrong with them. And being female at 38, and I feel like I have been judged for that, um, that there's something wrong with me because I'm not in a long-term committed relationship. And did I... (laughs) If I was insecure like I was you know, when I was trying to find myself at 32 after I was like newly single from my um, 13 year relationship. Yeah, I would feel really judged. And yeah, I would feel hurt. But do I feel hurt now? No. Do am I upset that I'm not where I wanted to be when I thought what I thought I wanted to be when I was 18, 20, 21? No. Um, 
I'm the happiest, like I said, I've ever been. And I am single as fuck. And yes, the goal is to find a companion, but I'm not in a rush. I am not wanting to get a divorce eventually. So I'm waiting. I know who I am now and I know what I want in life and I want and I know what I want um, with a partner and I'm not just going to settle for anyone because if I was going to settle for someone, I would have been married to my ex-fiance six and a half years ago, <laughs> you know, and um, that would have been a, a good life, a decent life, but I don't want a decent life and I don't want to settle for that. And so if you're a woman out there and you had this vision like Faye had her vision of what she wanted to do she wanted to get married you know have this life and have kids and you don't have that right now and that was your vision when you were younger just be patient live to love your life live that happiness is within you and and eventually it will come and and I think that's Part of the reason why people um, get unhappy is because they don't let the, they don't let go of this vision that they had when they were younger. But life takes twists and turns that you never really expect. And like Faye had said in her interview, she never knows what's going to happen in five to ten years. Anything could really happen. And so she literally just lives one day at a time. And that confidence of you know, but it like that still doesn't hold her back from achieving everything that she wants to achieve. Once she puts her mind into it, she goes for it. And she, that ambition is still within her. But she just doesn't know what's going to happen in two, three, four, five years from now. Because she knows that life does take turns and twists that are unexpected. But she has the confidence in herself to know that she will survive and that she will live up to her full potential because that's just who she is and she is self-aware and confident in who she is and she has a great best friend she didn't settle for anyone but she married her best friend that she feels inspired by and feels is supported and she didn't settle but she is building roots with somebody and it's really important and I, I say this again is to maybe not just your relationship or your partner but the people you surround yourself with is so super important like your tribe is super important to where you want to get into life you have to have supportive individuals that will call you out on your bullshit not because they want to put you down but because they want to help you improve as an individual as a podcaster in your career whatever but they're they tell you constructive criticism out of love and not be malicious about it. And, you know, and they're communicative to you when something does go wrong, when that does bother them, right? And yes, and I think that's one of the things I learned from Faye here is that, yeah, have a supportive partner, but if you don't want to have a partner right now, have supportive people in your life. And you are in control of your life. Don't give a fuck what other people think of you and where you're going in life and just enjoy every moment because it's your life. And if a door closes, kick it back down and what did she say? Face 
fear and tell it to say goodbye and say goodbye to fear. That's what she said. <laughs> and that helps you build confidence as well is when you face rejection or fear in the eye and you say goodbye to it and you get through that fear and get through that rejection and see yourself on the other side. Um, that helps build confidence. Do things that scare you because once you get through it, once you actually achieve that thing you were so scared of, it helps you build confidence. It helps you build resilience. The more resilient you become in every challenge that you do, the more you can rely on yourself and build confidence in yourself and know that you can achieve anything if you just don't hold yourself back. And I'm going to leave you guys with this. Be honest with your words, be kind with your actions, be fearless with your heart, and be brave enough to be vulnerable. Thank you for listening. Lots of love. (laughs) 